welcome to our podcast episode number 13 where I'm going to be sharing the part 2 for 10 habits for effective entrepreneurship. Hi, it's me, Kay, and I am recording this podcast episode on a Friday night. You would hear me um, telling and sharing that I record the podcast episodes on um, usually on weekends, nighttime. That is because as a mother, it's so difficult to, um, to, to have complete silence around the house. So I'm kind of strategically scheduling when I am recording this podcast episode. So thank you everyone for tuning in. If, you, if you've just tuned in, we are doing this podcast episode as another platform to encourage, enable, and empower moms to continue hashtag learning alongside motherhood. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account. It's called Mam Academy PH and we are on Instagram, Mam Academy underscore PH. If you happen to be interested to find out about what we do and our upcoming events and activities. Also, if you can let us know how you're loving our podcast episode, please like us, follow us, and subscribe to our podcast channel. We are on iTunes and Spotify. Yoo-hoo! We are finally on Spotify. So if you can leave us some comments and let us know how you're loving our podcast episodes, we would totally appreciate that. On to our topic for today. So you'd remember a couple of weeks back, I gave my first five habits for effective entrepreneurship slash or mompreneurship, however you fancy calling it. Um, that's a well, yeah, that's a couple of weeks ago. And um, why am I why why are we having this kind of episode? One because um, we are anticipating an upcoming workshop that's called Be Amazing. And that's going to be a mompreneurs edition. We have had, um, this is the third this is the third series for the Be Amazing course or the workshop because the past two years we have been um, featuring topics that are, um, that are also opportunities where moms could explore uh, the potential of working from home. So this year we are featuring mompreneurship as another as another opportunity for moms to work from home because the reality is, pwede pa rin naman kayong maging work from home mom if you have a business, right? We have a lot of mompreneurs and fellow moms who are working from home because they have their own business, whether big or small. So it doesn't really matter if, whether your business is a, um, a huge business already or you're just starting one. So yeah, apart from it, Apart from anticipating another um, an upcoming workshop this February 23rd, which is a couple of weeks from today, um, we are also excited to be sharing um, learnings and lessons that would be more valuable to our fellow moms. After all, Mama Academy is a platform where we highly encourage um, exchange of ideas, learnings from moms to other moms. Right? Because we would want to be able to encourage, enable, and empower moms to continue. Hashtag learning alongside motherhood. So that's our official hashtag. Okay. 
So, um, not gonna be recalling the first five tips anymore. I would, I would, um, I would highly recommend that you go back to episode number twelve so that we could move through this very, very quickly because I know that moms would wouldn't have too much of their time, naman. So hopefully we could finish in about less less than thirty minutes. Yeah, less than thirty minutes. And I am sorry that you are hearing a dog on the background because. Yeah, that's the reality of life. I couldn't really get a super peaceful area at home where there is zero noise and sobrang no noise at all. So, I hope that you bear with me as I record this podcast with a dog barking on the background. Okay? So, yeah. So, on to our first habit for for effective entrepreneurship. Um, my number six habit recommendable habit for you if you're a mompreneur or you're an aspiring one is to get a mentor so again it's to get your mentor sabi nila um, you you couldn't really have too much mentors in your life you could have a mentor for your um, marriage you could have a mentor for your business you could have a mentor for your career you could have all sorts of mentor in your life and that's okay the more mentors that you have um, the better and I would, highly, I would highly recommend that you get a mentor. Why? Because it has hugely helped me in my transition from being a, um, a working person to a full-time mom to an entrepreneur. I had, or I still have mentors um, in all aspects. Well, not in all, but in some aspects of my life. And one of which is my mentor for, or are my mentors for entrepreneurship these are the people who are honest enough in saying oh ito tama ito this decision is wise oh ito medyo sablay ito so do get your mentors um for at the onset when you start your entrepreneurship journey wag kayong mahihiya to ask people if they can be mentors actually i read somewhere or or i've heard somewhere and i'm not sure if it's a podcast or a book that i've I've picked up this idea, no. But one of the things that I learned previously was that if you are, if you want to get someone as your mentor, you don't actually need to ask that person. Oi, pwede ba kita maging mentor? You don't need to do that. You just tell that person, Oi, I want you to be my mentor. Because sabedon, um, well, I, I'm gonna have to recall whether it's a book or a podcast that I heard it from. Sabedon, if you ask that person. If that person can be your mentor, chances are sa sabihin ng tao, that person's gonna downplay his or her abilities. Sa sabihin nila, "Uy, alam mo, I'm not the I'm not the best person for you to get as a mentor." So, but you, in your heart of hearts, you sincerely know that that person can can you know can be your mentor, can can guide you, have a lot of wisdom in in specific um topics. So. Instead of asking that person, pwede ba kitang maging mentor? Why don't you go straight ahead and tell that person, I want you to be my mentor. But before you throw the statement out there and point to different person and tell them, Uy, I want you to be my mentor. Uy, gusto ka maging mentor. I want you to pray before you tell that person that I want you to be my mentor. I want you to pray for the right person to be your mentor or mentors. Because the reality is, marami kang pwedeng maging mentor. You can have a lot of people as your mentor. 
Pero not everyone would share the same values, the same belief system, the same mission, the same uh, mindset or outlook in terms of, for example, entrepreneurship. So it is highly, well, for me personally, I would recommend that you pray first for the right person to be your mentor. No, ako personally, um, my prayer is that God would lead me to people who share the same belief system or in short, mentors who are God-fearing also. Because it's different if you get your advices from from whoever lang eh. Rather, rather from someone, rather getting the advice from someone whom you know share the same values as you have. So, you have to be really careful and vigilant and filtering with the wisdom that you're getting from the mentors or the people that you are appointing as your mentor. That's my tip for you. You really have to be careful. And not everyone could be a mentor for all topics. Ha? I mean, one person could be a mentor for marriage, another person could be a mentor for business because practically, pwedeng may asawa ka, but you don't have a business. So, you get mentors for, for different aspects of your life. My seventh habit for you is to never be shy to ask. Huwag kang matakot magtanong in Filipino. As I go through this whole mompreneurship journey, you know, what I have been um, realizing for myself and really a huge learning for myself is that there is so much opportunities that would unfold before your eyes if you just have the courage to ask. Imagine if you are able to ask that person instead of holding holding your peace, you know, really, in your heart of hearts, alam mo na may, may gusto kang malaman, but because you're too shy to do it, you're just gonna hold it in. But imagine if you just let that question out, how much opportunities would open before your eyes? And that's a, that's a personal experience for me. You know, there are times when I feel too shy to ask another person um, about potential opportunities for collaboration, but then realizing in the end that, you know, I have to brave through this, eh. I have to really ask. There's no other way for me to know but to come to this person and humbly ask, okay lang ba if we, I present to you um, collaboration opportunities? Or something like, you just don't know plainly eh, how, how to do this. But there is one person who can answer that for you. How about you go ask that person? Of course, there is Google to answer all of our, well, practically all the questions that we have in mind. But then there are certain things that would be, you know, there are certain questions that would have answers delivered way, way better than what you see over the internet. There are personal experiences that Google cannot um, provide you. There are first-hand learnings and lessons that Google could not could not um, could not provide you with. And a lot of times in our journey with Mam Academy, these are these are um, relationships, these are opportunities that's that um, happened um, because of one question, because of. Um, you know, because of because one person took the courage to ask somebody, somebody approached us over over Instagram, messaged us, or it was us who 
who um, swallowed our pride and messaged that person and that that one question turned into a discussion and turned into opportunities and everything is just in in the rest is just history so there, you know there are so many things that could happen out of one question of course may mga times that we feel um nakakahiya baka this would sound silly or this is just a trivial question but hey you know when when you're really in dire need of us of 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 an answer There's really no point in feeling that way. You just have to let it out there and ask that question. If you get a good answer, then very well. But if you don't get a good answer, maybe it's not yet the right time for you to get an answer or maybe it wasn't really the right person to ask that question to. So don't forget, always always ask question and always be ready to ask question. Don't be afraid and don't be too shy to ask questions. My next habit for you is to take care of your health. You know what I'm realizing as a mompreneur, as an entrepreneur, is that as you move along, you have more things on your plate. You you grow your responsibilities. And apart from being an entrepreneur, you're not just any kind of entrepreneur. You are a mother. And being a mom in itself is already handful. More so if you embrace... Um, another role as a as an entrepreneur so you know these things these growing responsibilities would require so much from you and there's no better way to accommodate these growing number of responsibilities but to stay fit and healthy as they say uh, for mothers like us we cannot afford to get sick because we have a lot of little ones and our whole family depending practically depending on us right diba? so you get that you, you get that a lot of times diba? you know um it's inevitable for us to get sick yes that's very true with all the pollution with all the with all the health state of of um the people right at this time with all the things that are happening around us it's very unavoidable to get sick and to catch a cold catch a flu but apart from that reality you or we can also keep ourselves healthy but the golden question is how could we really take care of ourselves well it could be as simple as um, sleeping early or getting decent hours of sleep eating well a balanced diet exercising you know as a as a mompreneur what i realized is that when you get sick it's very difficult um it's gonna be it's well it's really difficult to keep things going because there are there are demands in your business in in motherhood that would um that would only require you as the main person. So, may mga ganong bagay na ikaw lang yung makakagawa. Well, lucky you if you have um, someone who could assume the role while you are not feeling too well. But mostly, if you're just starting out, it's all on your plate. It's just you for everything if you're starting out. So, um, especially during those phases when you're just starting out a business and you're even growing a family, I would highly suggest that you take care of your health. Take care of yourself. Small steps. Like ako, um, I would, every day, I would drink um, calamansi juice with honey because that that works well for me. Um, it boosts my immune system. 
I would sleep um, at a certain time. For example, at about 10.30 to 11-ish, that's, that's our lights off time already. That's, that's um, our usual schedule for sleeping. And then I wake up the next day and then I, I drink hot, um, um, drink hot lemon water. You know, it's the little things. And then you can get your exercises. You can get your fitness routine. You can be out early in the morning. Get some sunshine. You can be um, going out from time to time. Get a walk with your with your little one. And get some, some fresh air out there. You can have your short exercise routine. Like 15-20 minutes. And that would do the trick. That can help you already keep your keep your body at its tip-top shape. And I would tell you, as we age, you'd feel that. You'd feel that stress and exhaustion would take a toll on our health and our physical well-being. So if you are listening right now, maybe it's time for you to really um, review your habits and, and ask yourself, am I taking good care of myself? Maybe after this episode, it's worth looking at how many glasses of water do you drink? Do I get enough sunlight every day? Do I get some physical exercises every day? It could be as simple as that. Diba? So yeah, that's, that's my eighth habit for you to so take care of your health. My next habit for you is to... My next recommendable habit for you, I'm sorry, is to wake up early. Now, I want to ask you, what time do you wake up in the morning? Me, I, I start my day between 4.30 to 5.30-ish. That's how early I get up because I prepare food for my husband and then I send him off to work. And then after that, about 5.30 to to 6 o'clock, that's my personal time already. So I do my daily devotion as early as that. I read the Bible as early as that. And then after that, after um, praying ta- a, a prayer time, I would head straight to work, open my laptop and start emailing, um, do my work, content creation, layout creation, check on things and that. Um, that's how I... That's how early I start my day because what I notice is that these are the moments that I am most productive in doing my work. When my when my daughter wakes up at about 8 o'clock onwards, I couldn't really get anything done. So I tried to work very early in the morning so that I could accomplish, uh, I could accomplish work a substantial amount of work throughout the day. Para pag nagising na siya, I would have my time devoted to her, to homeschooling, to play activities with her. I'm not much pressured to to work anymore because I've practically done my work in the first few hours of my day. And if you ask me how many hours in the day do I work, practically about two to four hours in a day. The first two hours of the day is the early hours in the morning, and then the rest is just at night or staggered when she's, when she's napping, when she's sleeping, or when she's doing something else. I would squeeze in some work, but practically, my 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 tip for you is to wake up early if you can, and start the day early, 
way way earlier than the rest of the people in your household that way you can be sure that you would have a quiet and peaceful moment all to yourself so that you could concentrate and you could finish whatever you need you need to finish pero kung hindi ka naman talaga morning person then don't pressure yourself to do that diba find a specific time when you are highly productive so it can be late in the evening but you know it doesn't really work for me um when i tried doing that staying up too late in the evening i would get um nauseous the following day i would have um headaches the following day it's not really for me because i'm really uh, a morning person so that's habit number nine wake up early or if not just try to find the hours or the schedule throughout the day when you are most productive to complete your work so for my last habit that i want to share with you This is something that I learned along the way as a startup entrepreneur. It's not easy because I'm the type of person who wants to micromanage things and I want to be on top of everything as in even the smallest thing. But now that I'm a mompreneur or an entrepreneur, I have started to see the value of delegating. Okay, so that's that's my last habit that I want to leave you with is to learn how to delegate things. Um, I love the podcast of Craig Groeschel. It's a leadership podcast that I love listening to. I get a lot of insights and a lot of wisdom from his podcast. And one of the things that he's really an advocate for is to empowering someone to do the work for you. And that is, that comes in the form of delegation. You know, in reality... We wouldn't always be present when things would happen for our business. Right? We, we, we juggle a lot of roles. And during those times that we cannot be present and we cannot be there for whatever the business would require us to, to be attending to, there has to be someone who can take the who can cover for us. And that that someone is your perhaps your most trusted person in the business, someone that you've trained and empowered to do the work while you are away. So it's highly important that you have someone whom you can train and delegate things to. Now, the question that I often get, and I asked myself a lot of times about this also, when is the best time for me to hire an, um, a manpower? When is the best time, when is the perfect time for me to hire someone to officially and finally help me out? with things in the business. Um, one of the things that I learned, no, I also learned this from someone that I've listened to over podcasts or over a video, ata, I think. I'm not really sure. But one of the things that I learned is that um, the readiness part is something that you yourself would be able to determine. Um, there are things in the business that are highly repetitive in nature, meaning these are admin and routine tasks. Um, And a lot of times, we are so caught up with these um, administrative tasks, administrative functions that are, that are um, totally routine in nature. And when we get our hands into it, a lot of times, nangubos na yung oras natin. And these, co- these, these little things, these little tasks that are administrative in nature are actually tasks that we can have someone 
train or we can train someone to do it for us. And if we don't train someone to do it for us, um, inuubos niya yung oras natin and it's, it's, how do I say that? It's keeping us from focusing on things that are more, that I, that are higher in level, that are more strategic in nature. And what are these more strategic things in nature? These are things that could help you, for example, develop a new product, um, develop or hone your marketing campaigns. These are things that would allow you to further develop your business. These are the things that would help you, for example, drive profit or would cause you to, for example, um, gain new strategies for the business. So, ito yung mga um, strategic focus ng business owner sa negosyo. But if we have our hands full on administrative tasks, then wala na tayong panahon to accommodate um, a well, accommodate higher level tasks. I think I learned this also from one of my bosses in the corporate work. Um, yun. So, empty your hands with those that are repetitive in nature so that you can focus on more strategic tasks for the business, more strategic objectives for the business. So, for example, um, in my business, in Mama Academy, we have a lot of paperwork. We have a lot of encoding stuff to do. And for the initial phase of the business, ito talaga yung kumakain ng oras. Ito talaga yung, yung talagang, ito yung task that I, I really, really hate doing. Because nga pa ulit-ulit and you type in a lot of things. But I realized that these are things that I could train someone to do it for me. You know, there's a learning curve you have to train the person. You have to be patient over a period of time in training that person. Pero pag nagamay na niya yun, when she gets the hang of things or when that person gets the hang of things, mas madali for you. You can offload yourself with that kind of task and focus on other more important tasks. So that's something that I am realizing at this point. Well, I'm learning pa rin at this point because like what I told you, mahilig ako mag-micromanage. I would... You know, ask the person, how is this doing? Can you do this? Can you do that? I would want to be on top of everything. But I'm learning to let go and let God <laughs> and delegate things talaga so that I can focus on better things. And that's that's my last habit for you. Um, I'm leaving you with that because that's something that you need to be considering. As you um, as you grow the business, as you as your team would would become bigger, how and when should I be delegating these tasks to someone else? And dami pang questions after that, that that I have in mind. Um, like, how would I know who's the right person to hire? Of course, I have an HR background. So I would kind of have um, parang interviewing skills, behavioral interviewing skills. But, you know, iba, pa, iba pala kasi when you're an entrepreneur, this is your blood, sweat, and tears. Well, by God's grace, of course. This is your very own venture. Um, this is something that you're stewarding your, yourself. So, may ibang, you know, there is some, there's a different level of um, challenge when it comes to trusting someone, giving your trust to someone to do the work for you. But you have to do that. You have to train yourself to do that. Because otherwise, um, 
you're going to be emptying yourself. You're going to be draining and exhausting yourself a lot up to the point na naapektuhan na yung energy mo to your family, naapektuhan na yung time mo with your family, and your, even your mood and your emotions for your family. And that's not healthy anymore. That's not healthy. So, yeah. Train, delegate, hire someone to do, help you out in the business. And it's actually a good sign if you are thinking about hiring someone and getting someone to do the work for you because that means your business is growing or you have the vision of growing the business. Ah, sorry, I forgot to answer Palano. When is the right time for you to get someone to help you out in the business? Well, um, I've learned this also. I just couldn't remember who said this exactly. But as far as I remember, the moment that you are able to pay for a salary, for example, a few months worth of salary for that person, that's a good and perfect timing for you to consider hiring someone already. So don't wait too long until lumaki ng lumaki yung negosyo because the reality is, hindi yan lalaki kung mag-isa ka lang. You need people under your wing to be helping you out in developing the business. And that's it for a two-part podcast episode, 10 Habits for Effective Mompreneurship. I truly hope that you learned a lot from this podcast episode. If you happen to have questions or things that you'd want to ask me about, please send, feel free to message me over at our email. It's mamacademyph at gmail.com or you can message me through our website. Uh, through our Instagram or Facebook pages. Also, if you are a mompreneur, an existing mompreneur, or someone who's a who's, who's considering to be a mompreneur or launching your business this year, again, I would want to invite you on February 23rd. That's going to be our third run for the Be One Amazing Workshop. This time, we are, we are featuring mompreneurship opportunities how you could start your business what are the essentials for you in putting up your own business what are the things that you would need to learn before you actually jump into it i would be personally facilitating that workshop and sharing with you my experiences from from putting up a work oh, a workshop putting up a business from ground up so, we still have slots for you. If you are interested in joining, please just go to our website, mamacademyph.com and sign up while slots are still left. Thank you everyone for joining us in our podcast episode today. Thank you and we hope that you will have an amazing learning. God bless you!